1: See you after the show podcast, precious children. Sure
0: don't care, we're about to swear on the air, it's the after the show, so tune
1: in if you dare. KVJ gets risque every single day, it's uncensored, we can say what we want to say. Hello, welcome to your Tuesday KVJ after the show podcast, World Mental Health Day today.
2: <laughs> no more mental crew than this one.
1: I know, look at you guys, if you're watching us <laughs> on uh, YouTube, you both have some crazy looking faces. We lost a do it bitch today, and Denny's got to apply lipstick to your face while blindfolded.
2: And we had yeah. to leave it on all day at work. Mm hmm. <laughs> Came out well. So
1: there you go. What a nerve wracking round we had today. Oh my goodness. It was Zzz. something.
0: It's yes. something every
2: week. It's always like a pissa. A pissa. It's a pissa. <laughs> it's as, a they piss-a. Say, as they say in Boston, Beantown,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, pissa. Yeah, so that was uh, very exciting. So you can uh, check that out on the regular show today to see how that all played. Another thing we did on the regular show was kind of a follow-up. I told you yesterday on the after the show that I posted up, uh, where was it used to go clubbing back in the day? Got a gazillion comments, man. It was crazy how many. You never know what people are going to want to comment on. And so we uh, talked about a lot of places we didn't get to yesterday on the after the show, and there are even still a few more. Uh like Laura had said, place I used go. Um and we'd heard about the battery, I think it was, or the bowery. I think somebody the said the Bowery. But um a couple comments had said uh the battery. And Laura was saying it was a place that was run by the mafia near Okeechobee Road in Congress. Don't okay. know it.
2: I don't know that either.
1: I don't even know where would is that uh is that like the Boynton Beach area? I don't
2: know. I got I got dick Okeechobee for this topic. in Congress?
1: Well, there's Okeechobee Boulevard, which is West Palm Beach, but then I think it's Old Okeechobee Road, and I think that's Boynton Beach. Oh. Yeah, I thought. Oh, I can't help you. Okay. I don't
0: know that one. There was an Old
1: Okeechobee Road, I remember this. Yeah, they're different, so I don't know of the battery.
0: There was always some kind of confusion with some Okeechobee bullshit. I remember I thought I had a radio appearance at... From Okeechobee Boulevard, so it's you know, like 30 minutes before the event. I'm getting ready to go in my car, get ready, and then I look at the paper. It was Okeechobee, the fucking county. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was,
2: he had a meltdown, realized he had an hour drive. It was for a grand
0: opening, <laughs> So I was late, and someone <laughs> didn't put the right order in, so it never got promoted
1: on the air. Oh,
0: So it was a grand opening. A, I was late, and no one knew about it.
2: That
1: sucks. Yeah, it was
0: not a good Monday.
1: I should say an old Okeechobee Road just off of Okeechobee right before I-95. So I guess you're getting uh, into the Westgate area there. It's kind of the industrial place.
2: Oh, okay.
1: All right. Seems like a good place for a mafia club.
2: The Bowery is a live music venue in New York City. I've been there. Yeah, You've probably been there.
1: Yeah, I've heard of it. In fact, I think they had—the Bowery was— the name of a place. i wonder if they're talking about the one on West Palm, because I think they opened up the Bowery in West Palm beach. It was where they had the BB Kings. It used to be the sports theater at one point.
2: Oh, was, I know what you're talking about up there by a uh, blue Martini.
1: Yeah. They had done it when they had just the stage. And I think that's what it was. Cause it, it started, I think it was BB Kings and then they changed it to the Bowery. And I think they were trying to play on that live New York scene. But, I mean, I I don't think it's a place people go clubbing. I don't think I remember
2: when it was called the Bowery.
1: Yeah, they're probably talking about New York City's version because the Bowery here had a very short run.
0: So what, you get a drink and you get
1: mugged? Where?
0: (laughs) I'm saying they want a New York vibe.
1: Oh, New York vibe, yeah.
2: Did you ever go to, like, uh, Webster Hall, Palladium? The
1: Webster Hall was where I hung out the most. That was very close to where I lived. I was 13th Street and 1st Avenue, Uh, in the East Village, and so yeah, Webster Hall is where I went. In fact, I went on the night that they were filming a scene for Two Wong Fu, it was a movie that had your boy Patrick Swayze Swayze in it, John
0: uh, Leguizama, Leguizama,
1: Snipes, I believe. Yeah, so it was them, and it was they had it really kind of blocked off. I couldn't even get in that night, uh, but yeah, Webster Hall was amazing, it was an old high school. And so each room a different floor had different kinds of music in it. And the main I remember the main theater thing, they had like chicks on poles and it was pretty crazy. So it was kind of a nutty place to hang out, but I love Webster Hall.
2: What year were you there? 94, 95. It's the same exact time I was there.
1: Yeah. That That's was so weird. That was my top hangout.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy you guys found out? Like, wait a minute, wait, we hooked up in the parking lot. <laughs> I can't believe it. I didn't well, hook up with anybody. I didn't either. Not in yeah. a parking lot. not out of 10
2: What park- kind of trashy <laughs> friends do you think you have? Yeah. not out of 10 minute parking lots are
0: just always no, trying yeah, yeah.
2: I never hooked up with anybody in a parking lot. Yeah. In a car, maybe. Um, but not just, like,
0: out. I've never hooked up with anybody in a parking lot. Parking lots. You never hooked up with someone in a parking lot? Never? You never made out in a parking lot?
2: No. Oh huh. well, I mean, like out of the car, like full-on sex no, or kissing in a car. Oh, in a car, yeah. But
0: let's make it out in a parking lot. All right. I don't want to fight with you. I, I'm not trying to. I just <laughs> think you're. I don't know. We're, just, we're off for off with our fucking chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: been an odd day. It's <laughs> been an odd fifteen uh, years. It's been an odd yeah,
0: it's fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> what the
1: fuck everybody are we here Twenty. Oh, sorry. You shave five off. See, just we can't connect. That's what I mean. you drink too much, you forget five years of your life. I forgot I'm more than five. Limelight was big when I was in New York City. Uh, it's a place. To tunnel. Hang out. Don't remember that.
2: Roxy Palladium.
1: Yeah, I remember Roxy and Palladium. I didn't. I didn't go. I didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't go out too often. Uh,
2: I, I lived with drag queens, so they loved okay. to go out. Okay, but they were broke AF, so. We would have to like really scrape together pennies to go out. We were all broke.
1: Okay, yeah, I hear you. It
2: was fun though.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I had to leave New York because I just I couldn't make it happen.
1: Yeah, like, I, I was wanted-
2: trying to get gigs and I was working at night and day and I was not making it. I remember I had I had no
1: money. No money. I had no, I I had no money. There was this is a point I had not a dollar in my pocket, and so I was just I turned I kind of turned into a bit of a hustler. Um, the thing that I was doing was I was taking some radio station tickets and reselling them. Whoa! <laughs> to stay hey, afloat,
2: you did what you had to do to stay alive.
1: Yeah, I remember I went and uh, I was supposed to hand out tickets to a Fish concert at uh, Jones Beach, and I sold them all and made I don't know like five hundred bucks. Highly like that, illegal. I'm turning 000. you in. Yeah, I think <laughs> statute, the statute of limitations.
2: limitations. Bam. His run
1: out. Yeah, and so <laughs> that floated a lot of my summer, and then I remember. I kind of picked up a little bit of a scam. I used to hang out at a place called the Red Lion. It was in Greenwich Village. And I, I saw uh, our music director. His name was Frankie Blue. He had pulled this. And he would, you know, talk to people and people wanted a record deal or they wanted to get on a radio station. And so he'd be like, hey, you know, I don't know. And so I kind of saw, I kind of patterned his act. And so I go to the Red Lion and I tell people, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here with whatever, you know, I knew a couple names. And they would buy all my drinks a whole night, hoping oh, they get a
2: record deal. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, but
1: I, I'm like, I gotta get on New York. It's turned me into a scam artist. <laughs> like, I'm
2: like, the Frankie coming. Blue. Hey, you want your
0: song on the radio? Frank, Frankie Blue. Frankie
1: Blue was everything you would have thought. He had the name. And I remember one time we were going, Soundgarden was just really starting to pop. And they were playing a show at the, I think it was the Armory, uh, something like that. Okay and there's a huge line it went on for like 3 or 4 blocks and and we're pulling up and you know I'm new I'm out of southeast ohio I don't get how the world works right and i'm like oh man i really want to go to that show i'm like that line's too long we'll never get in guys <laughs> <laughs> and frankie blues like yeah <laughs> whatever dumbass man, how, look at me. they they love keeping me around cuz i'm so comical and they're like well, hey would you find this guy hey we're never going to get in here <laughs> and they're like oh, watch, watch this loser yeah, he's like he's like watch this he's like i'm like moses And Frankie Blue walked up to the front. He held up his hands, and the seas just parted. And we walked right in. Wow. And went to this special little, I don't know, balcony seat that was right up front. I'm like, this is amazing. I don't know how he did this. Special.
2: Was that was when he was still at uh Z one hundred?
1: Yeah, he was a music director at Z one hundred. Did so, he go to
2: KTU?
1: He did. He yeah. then went and he reopened uh WKTU, which was a disco station.
2: I remember that because yeah. I loved KTU. Yeah. yeah, he started out as the phone
1: screener at KTU when he was young.
2: Wow. And he worked
1: his way up. And so that's why it was really cool for him to go back and, you know, uh play that. So yeah, so that was that was kind of it. So that was my That was my learning the ways of the world that uh, I guess when you got power, you don't have to wait in a line.
2: It was fun to be all up in the mix in New York. But, man, if you're broke in New York, it sucks. It's pretty depressing. You can't do nothing, man. I
0: am jealous of your... Mugging story. You have your New York story, and yes. I and I love that. I, w- I want to get mugged in New York just to have my New York story. Yeah,
1: I'd say was a pickpocket is more. You know, I think a mugging is man. They it's a little more aggressive. Yeah, thankfully, thankfully, I was just pickpocketed.
2: So. A we can get somebody to mug you. Yes,
0: I picture the mugging. It's some guy with a with like a, a pink mohawk and a, and a leather jacket. He's spray painting. You know, a police car. He stops ah,
2: spray painting to mug you, to hold you
0: up with but, a gun. and make sure he drags you in one of those seedy New York alleyways just to make it so <laughs> New York. But yeah. that, I've never been to New York, so that's how I see New York.
2: Yeah. It's just one he only bit- knows New York from movies from, right. from 19- uh-huh. like late seventies
0: crime movies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Christina was talking about yeah, you'd mentioned uh, banana max uh it was in Jupiter, it was the name of the bar we used to hang out uh there. Uh, the Banana Max was the one that was a uh, harborside place. And somebody's talking about it had like a rotating bar or something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it's weird that's ch- I don't remember it was jamming back. A in the rotating day. bar. Okay.
0: That's where the, I was too young for that. My old, older brother would rock that. It was it was it was very big. I think there was a lot of cocaine going on in that thing. Probably,
1: yeah. oh yeah. Eight the eighties, early nineties. Yeah.
2: Who do you guys know what this name is? Dwight Golden?
1: No. What's, mm. it, what's it in reference to?
2: Uh, I guess he, he got busted there partying. Why I, the I, fuck would I know Dwight Golden? It sounds like some athlete name. It's not an athlete name. <laughs> Dwight, I know Dwight Gooden. Dwight Gooden? He's a he was a now Dwight Gooden, He was a Mets, been.
1: yeah. He was a Mets pitcher, and he was he loved cocaine. And loved that was a big it. problem for him.
2: Okay, that's the name. Then I think my friend spelled it wrong. Dw- yeah, he spelled it Dwight actually, actually. and I do know Dwight Gooden. Yeah,
1: that was the Dwight Gooden thing. He, he was, got
2: busted there doing coke at Banana Max. Oh no the way. Thing about his spring okay. training, and that motherfucker
1: loved to party. Yeah, he was at the Mets, so he would have been in Port St. Lucie even then. Because I was a big Mets fan, the years he was on them—that was '86. He was awesome to watch, Virginia. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, he that's was on funny. cocaine. He's that,
2: probably fast as fuck. Those, ni- those
0: 1986 Mets were just a bunch of fucking scoundrels,
1: man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: partying, their balls up. And then you had Gary Carter, who yeah. was the most religious guy on there. Right. So you had a bunch of pirates, and then a religious man.
1: Yeah, it we, was a pretty cool team. We followed them around that summer. Uh, different places, saw him in Cincinnati, saw him in Atlanta. I'm
0: not a huge Met fan, but you could argue it's one of the best baseball teams just as far as entertainment and yeah, to no watch.
1: Doubt. Yeah, no doubt. That was something. Uh, Christine also said, yeah, we used to hang out at Have a Nice Day Cafe, downtown West Palm Beach, the light-up floor from Saturday Night Fever.
0: That is,
2: yes, I remember that place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember.
1: uh, It was Have a Nice Day Cafe, and then it turned into Bar West Palm.
2: Yes, I remember that transition. Yeah, Bar
1: was a big name around that time. It would be Bar and then whatever city it was. It was a big chain. I don't know whatever happened to those things, but they had Bar pretty much in every big city. There was a. It was just B A R, black and white, and then they would just tag the name of the city on it.
2: And approach is always jumping too, man. Yeah, I can remember always mm-hmm. being in there with you, Kev. Oh, this, yeah, we I had a to lot, have crossed yeah. paths, man. You guys have went to too many places that
1: I was at during mm-hmm. that time period. Yeah, I used to go there a lot. They had those big old uh, uh, rum punch buckets there. I think at Have a Nice Day Cafe.
2: Who knows? Maybe y'all hooked up in a parking lot. <laughs>
1: You never know, Virginia. Ralston would have remembered this. I think so.
2: (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. All this meat. She wouldn't be able to walk the next day.
1: (laughs) Uh, Laura said, uh, I remember fire and ice Miami in the late 80s. That sounds like a place you would get a lot of cocaine.
0: And then probably maybe even a stabbing.
1: Yeah, probably. Well, there was that one nightclub that uh, if you watched the Cocaine Cowboys, it was right down there in uh, Coconut Grove. can't remember if it was parrots or what it was called, but it was something like that. That's where all the drug runners hung out, uh, right there on Biscayne Bay.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person
0: behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday
1: so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Uh, Let me see a couple other ones. We're doing the uh, motivational week here on the KBJ show. Yeah. Virginia did her motivational speech today. For the ladies, you bet your ass I did. Uh huh. Hashtag fuck
2: them, men. <laughs> Hashtag fuck them all.
1: And uh, Chris, a mama too from Port St. Lucie, said um, my daughter uh, loves to listen to the show, especially. I've listened for years, and Virginia's motivational speech today was perfect for her car ride because she's 11 years old and she's trying out for the volleyball team at school today. And constantly over the past several days, she's doubted
2: herself. Don't doubt yourself, girl.
1: She's very tall and always worries about what people will say about her because often kids can be mean and cruel and make fun of people who stand out for any reason.
2: You're a goddess. You're a tall-ass goddess.
1: I gave her a motivational speech last night and this morning of my own to help keep her motivated and inspired and not to worry about other people and what they think of her developing ability. So please tell Virginia she's awesome and she motivated my daughter and me.
0: Yay Mm -hmm. Kids are Mean kids are dicks I remember being in middle school And holy fuck face Where there were some kids That were just Man uh, That email is right Anything a little different Anything a little odd The mean kids would just Smell it out And pounce Mm -hmm. Fuck them kids The mean ones
1: (laughs) Talking about uh, some of the greatest motivational speeches as well in film, and uh, Frank said, uh, "My favorite is Herb Brooks's speech in the hockey movie Miracle before the Americans go out and upset the Russians." I like that movie. Yeah, I, was I like good.
0: if if sport movies aren't corny, I like them. Have that wasn't a corny. Out. That was a that was a mm-hmm. good, well done movie.
1: I have to check that out. Uh, John said, "What about the scene in the movie 300? Yeah, I watched that yesterday. I was kind of going down a rabbit hole of motivational speeches and the ones that they had and. It was, it was pretty decent. Uh, Daniel said, my motiv- motivational speech for you, Kev, it talks about resilience. When I'm feeling down, I play the New York Giants Super Bowl 42 intro. They talk about resiliency. It always pumps me up, especially when they play Kanye West's song Stronger right there. My theme music. Give me my theme music. That's it.
0: If I go tomorrow, I'm going to motivate you, motherfuckers. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I got to motivate myself not to swear so much. I'm trying to tone it back. I, I just said, F, like, five F-bombs. Okay. I, I'm trying to try to tone it back. Denny's oh, yeah.
2: just texted me and said, the police are here. They heard about that stabbing at the racetrack gas station that Panda witnessed. He oh. witnessed the stabbing? Well, he didn't it? witness the stabbing. He saw the guys out front of the racetrack. There was, like, two guys, like, talking, but they weren't pumping gas. They were, like, kind of by the building. And then he came in the racetrack. And then one of the dudes came in holding his neck. Oh, wow, there are cops in the lobby. Yeah,
1: I just spoke with them, actually.
2: Yeah, <laughs> All right. Do they think Panda's here? Uh,
1: I think they might need his contact info because he may have witnessed it, so yeah. they want to talk to him. So they were looking because I guess somebody called after hearing you say he witnessed it on the air. So
2: He didn't see the stabbing, but he saw the direct aftermath, and he also saw the pre-stabbing okay. out front, and he saw those two guys because he noticed them talking. And then Panda went in, and then immediately, I guess the guy came in, calm as fuck, just bleeding out of his neck. Can you look... if the police are still here,
0: can you let them know that if we get Panda to describe what the man the man looked like, I can I can do a composite sketch. Sure. Yeah. No, I'll let them know. We got our own sketch artist right here. It's pro bono.
2: Just give him all of Panda's info. Give okay. him his phone number and everything. Sounds good. I don't need to go talk to the police. Look at me. I got lipstick. <laughs> I look like I'm about to do a crime. Go, uh, ma'am, where were you during this stabbing? <laughs> we're going to take you on a 5150, you crazy bitch. And who's the
0: other weird fuck you're working with?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring him, too. <laughs>
0: I'll give them his info.
2: Yeah. If I don't have to see them face-to-face, it's probably better for everyone. I was
1: serious about that sketch.
2: Oh, I know you all them, no?
1: <laughs> yeah, we are kind of going down. Just Everything's been going on at 45th Street. 45th
2: Street's crazy. Well, we
1: worked on 45th Street for 20-plus years, you know, between here and the other station, and it's just down the street. I've never known 45th Street to be this squirrely. Yesterday, uh, you know, maybe it's because the next door is just throwing it out there, but they had somebody, a man and woman, were held a gunpoint that was like at 45th and Australian or somewhere down there. Oh, boy. See, I
0: completely disagree. 45th Street, I think, is. I'm old school living down here. Fortis, Fortis, it's always been fucked up there. Think about when we were at Wild, there was a shooting in our parking lot. It's yeah, always been.
1: But it, it seems like it, it has been bad. I'm not. It's I'm escalating. Not saying, it's escalating. I'm just saying it's a new level that it's like it's unlike it's ever been. There's just something. There was a girl that got hit just right out front of the Harley-Davidson store a couple months ago uh, by a hit and run and I remember there was some age down the street they uh, unloaded a got a shot out front of the McDonald's on the other side of us there was shoot. a shooting in the parking lot that uh, is where they have the health food store that's uh, right there and not far from the pollo tropical just it seems like there's about uh, 10 acts of death that have happened in the last year. My sister Dang. was in
0: the, the 45th Street Walmart, and some dude came in there with a gun. Oh, my god! I mean, she was there. Like yeah, the police right. flooded.
1: It's just it, was, it was on, on the and scene. Denny said this morning he was coming in. They were taping off a guy at uh, Haverhill and 45th Street that they had gunned down.
2: I mean. So that's
1: another one. Just Yeah, it's, just, uh, it's all of a sudden, in the last couple of months, it seems like 45th Street is Now I don't have any of the crime stats, but it definitely perception is is going to a whole new level.
2: The cops in the lobby probably do.
1: It'd be interesting (laughs) to be like, Um, yeah, am I imagining this, or is this just is Forty
0: Fifth Street just nuclear right now? There are so many DJs right now that know the cops are up here and that are just sweating bullets. (laughs) Oh
2: shit! Brought my fucking stash. Why are the cops in the lobby?
0: (laughs) Don't worry, they're not here
2: for you, Bong Bob. (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're good at cocaine, Connie They're not here for you They're not here for you
1: <laughs> Got uh, some suggestions from Jacqueline Because we got Bird, Denny's, and Suits I mean, if you thought you were motivated by me and Virginia Just hang on It's going to get a lot more intense for oh, Yeah it. Jaybird's motivational speech, uh, motivating the KVJ horror movie actors before the shoot to do their best. Okay, okay, so that's yeah. not what I'm doing. No, oh, uh, it's I,
0: not. Well, no, I already have my, like, I have my
1: things. No, oh, she's just giving out suggestions. Okay. You can do whatever you want to do.
0: Can I'd, you say what you're doing? No. Oh. I want to be surprised for yeah, Janet. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't tell her anything because she really does instantly. <laughs> Just put on the microphone.
1: Comes right back up like a baby and food. She,
0: she has no idea what the what the horror movie's even about. I haven't told her anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a good plan.
2: I only know the scenes that I'm in. And she still don't. It,
1: it, yeah. Uh, Denny's motivating new parents to not worry that they will be great parents. Okay. Suits motivating family members to have an awesome time right before going on a cruise. Okay. All right. Suggestions there. Thank you. Uh, Grant. Don't have to motivate him to listen more, man. He sent us his uh, listening from the WRMF app and uh, put in eight hours yesterday, 27 hours this week, 144 this month, and over 5,000 hours.
2: Dang. All time.
1: He said, man, I'm going to need to get on the payroll. You are in the
2: family now. You need to be compensated.
1: Thank you, Grant. Love to hear that. Uh, Rhonda has got a question about the app. She said, I listen every day on the way to work, and then I listen to the rest of it almost every day later on the RMF app. Uh, But I'm just wondering why it seems to skip forward and back so much. Sometimes you're in the middle of a bit, and it cuts off and goes back. Sometimes it goes forward, then in the middle, then to the next bit, then the other bit comes in again. I'm not complaining. I'm just curious as to why this happens. Today's show, it did it a lot. At the end of the show, and I would say it happens at least two or three
2: times a week. That happens to me, too, with my podcast that I listen to on every other platform, every other podcast. I've had that happen where they just kind of restart themselves in the middle of something. And I'm like, what's going on? Is that a podcast glitch thing? I don't know. I, I keep letting people know.
1: So whenever you do have any kind of problems with the app, let me know. And then we pass it on to our app creators and our company heads that uh, are in charge of the digital stuff like that. And uh, we try to get some answers for you.
2: I've definitely seen that with other people's podcasts, though. We're not the only ones.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. I wonder when the Godcast is coming back. Don't have any plans for that bird. You know, I'm not sure they're going to have that. I think uh, I'm, I'm good with just what I got here. <laughs> right? Here.
2: He's like, no more jobs. Maybe we can just that's go good. get a drink at a bar and talk about God. That'd be
1: good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I do have the hair pod coming up, so yeah. It's, it.
0: I, I do. I do love talk, getting a buzz and talking religion. Is that weird?
1: No, it's good. Okay. It, it kind of loosens you up a little bit. That's just, the, yeah. I, that's I the ideas flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. No, no, he's
0: trying to start a holy war, Virginia. I, no,
1: I love talking about it. Yeah, just trying to sort it all out because I don't know if you check, but uh, religion's causing a few problems in the world. It is. Yeah,
2: it's so sad.
1: Yeah, it it's is. It's always, I mean, it's, religion's always caused problems in the it world. It has, it really has. Yeah, it's, um, there are some good moral guidings in the books of religions, but there's also just a lot of, I don't know why people get it so twisted and start killing each other. The well, way like they anything,
0: it can go. It can go off the rails.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, I think it kind of has. So we'll see. Again, wishing everybody the uh, best in that uh, skirmish because it is uh, pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I just hope it ends sooner because so many people are dying. It just breaks your heart.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. That would be uh, so scary to be over there. And I I know, you know, we had— Uh, We were there in 2018, and they did reference that yesterday because we were there when they had uh, fired some rockets into Ashkelon, one of the cities that you're seeing a lot of. And uh, we were very thankful or very lucky that, you know, it didn't escalate any higher and we were able to fly out of Tel Aviv and get back.
2: Yeah, I think, like, getting out is a problem now. Like, people are trapped.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're saying that. Scary. Crazy, crazy crazy times. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, here I am uh, talking about 45th Street. Be thankful I'm here.
0: Palate cleanser because that was depressing. What are you guys having for lunch today?
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you do you, uh, do you do lunch? Do you have a regular lunch schedule? Yeah, I do. I eat um, when I get up or before the show, and then I eat when I get home, and that's the two times I eat per day.
0: So once you're done with your lunch, it's over, baby.
1: Yeah, I don't eat again until the next morning. That is. Figgity fucked.
0: Could you imagine being like. You, you know that bitch has willpower. It's an insane thing he, I've never seen from another human. He's not like
2: us. He doesn't get like cravings unless he's drunk. Then he'll sometimes yeah, get cravings. But if he's sober and well rested, mm. Kevin is the strongest fortitude when it comes to not cheating on a diet. So I
0: can do it. I can do it
2: too. I can be
0: psychotic mm. like a Kevin. Here's the difference Kevin can do it for the longevity. He made it his lifestyle longevity. Longevity, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing, by the way. That's, that's a great, it's very good. Yeah, the <laughs> longevity of a of, of Austin. I don't got, I could be psycho for your short, two, two to three months. Yeah, okay. I'll give you the all that tunnel rat mentality, and then when I get to my goal, it's almost like I'm, I'm, I'm exercising just so I get fat again. Yeah, it's
2: kind of psychotic. I
0: love getting fat. <laughs> I love the ride. It's I love being in the line at a grocery store and looking over at the the candy bar section, going, "Fuck yeah, I can get whatever I want right now. Don't have to worry about it." fuck i'm getting the kink
1: size there you go it's the (laughs) reward
0: that freedom that's what i like (laughs) it's
1: odd it's a good feeling uh we got uh an email here from drew this is for the beaver loving jaybird i think the co-owner has a video of jaybird changing it's a headline here it says the son of bucky's co-founder arrested and charged for recording several people with hidden camera devices or that was in a Bucky's. Is that
2: real? I don't know. I son saw the story, Buc-ee's. and I didn't have time to research it. A lot of people sent us that story in our DMs.
1: I've uh, not seen anywhere else. But the
2: son of the Bucky's, the founder's son, put cameras in bathrooms at Bucky's and was taping people. So the the Beaver guy likes that. Beaver. I've seen it a couple places, but I don't know if it's been confirmed by any major credible news source. No. I treat people,
0: and I think I worked there at one point.
2: <laughs> I
0: was dressed as the Bucky thing. The beaver.
2: Yeah, I know you were.
0: I'm not trying to say it to brag. I'm just saying. Maybe yeah, I am bragging. Oh.
2: Yeah, people are saying it on places like YouTube, and there are some other stations that are reporting it, but...
1: Uh, Mitchell Wasek, 28, faces 28 state jail felony charges of invasive visual recordings. There is ksat.com uh, where I've got this. Is does look like uh, kind of a credible site. He's the son of the Bucky's co founder after a guest at his family's lake house discovered a hidden camera plugged in a bathroom. So it wasn't at a Bucky's, it was at a lake house.
0: Oh, creepy.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, you know, I uh, Lake Travis, you know, which I think that's uh, Texas near Austin.
0: You think in the history of you going just being out in the world, yes. being secretly recorded at one of those places. Someone's
2: got my uh, clam on that cam. I know it. You think you, you
0: you really do? If you had a bet, you go. There's at least one clam. Yeah, cam. I,
2: I just hope I wasn't pooping. That's all you can hope for, ladies. I mean, that's what I'm
0: saying too. I mean, is, is there is there footage of a Ralston pooping somewhere in the history? <laughs> 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 I would watch that. Good luck. I think I would, too, but I'm not pumped.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the story is covered on Fox News, Daily Mail, New York Post. So it looks like uh, it is a legit story. So he was. Man, that's crazy. Hashtag clam
0: cam is now trending in the
1: KVJ chat room. I saw one person say it.
2: Yeah. I mean, back before we knew there were cams. I'm pretty sure someone might have hit me with a clam cam. Now I check. I kind of scan the area around me for any weirdness or any kind of cameras. But, you know, back in the day, we didn't think like that. I'm sure I got hit with a clam cam or two. I never checked.
0: It is odd. I always want to know that. stat. were you ever getting, you know, video for any of us or – has there ever been a time with any of us where somebody wanted to murder us and they 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 had it in their head or they they saw you but it just it didn't happen?
2: Yeah, my ex-husband.
0: I'm saying I'm not talking about him <laughs> or me or Kevin. I'm talking about <laughs> or, Those are
2: too real. Or, or and yeah, based in fact. That's not too f- that's, that's not fun to
0: debate real stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got a uh, lunchbox here that Stacy found. She just moved to Huntsville, Alabama after living in Florida for 17 years. But still listens to KBJ every day. Huntsville. And Huntsville. I'd say it was Huntsville. Huntsville. I know Huntsville. She went to exploring at uh, different roadside antique stores and thrift stores, and she found this lunchbox that says Dirty Hippie on it. So, oh, that's fun. Awaits wow. for you in Alabama.
2: That is perfect. Alabama awaits for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs>
1: Got uh, some nice positive shout-outs as well. Big Richie said, I'd like to give a big shout-out and thank you to everybody in the chat room wishing me luck on my job interview. KBJ Nation also feels like home, and yes, I got the new job. Yeah. Big Richie! That's Very awesome. Nice. Very nice. Congratulations on that. Also, uh, Rose said, I want to wish my loving husband Doug very happy second year anniversary. Love him to the moon and back. And there they are, lovely couple.
0: I love it. What are they eating at? I want to try to see that menu. <laughs> you to you? <laughs> I that. You Can you uh, pick out Looks the Looks like it's Mexican of sorts.
2: Okay, we like that.
0: I mm-hmm. love Oh, man. I had Mexican last night with Denny's. You, you did? Uh, okay. What'd you get? I got a cheese and ancho- No, I got a uh, black bean burrito Ooh. Ooh. from uh, our place, the one we love, El uh, Torero's.
2: Torero's, yes. Yeah, it's a
1: Torero's, yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's beautiful. And
0: yeah, that's- I don't
2: love it enough to remember their name. Um,
0: I, I, I haven't slept, and I, I'm really having a tough time talking and thinking. and
2: <laughs> Honestly, being human right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the inside matches the outside?
0: Yeah, I just I started eating Pringles and not even realize we're on the air. I'm like, what am I doing? I it's these Pringles. <laughs> They are
1: What's happening? Yeah, I just I, I,
0: my body's <laughs> shutting down, and unfortunately, you guys are seeing all of it.
1: <laughs> uh, Jeff said I want to call in yesterday for my birthday, but my mom passed at seven a.m. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry to hear about that. Can you give a shout out to Big Mama Josie Davis? Yes, um, yes, uh, Josie Davis, uh, P I T A, pain in the ass. Love you, mom. Uh, see you all at the KBJ Horror Show. Jedi representation for the Force Ghost, Josie. Also, it's our 13th anniversary. So
0: okay, nice. well, we're going to yeah. celebrate. Let's give Josie a
1: chance. Yeah. Josie, 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 Josie. Very nice. All righty. Well, thank you for all the emails. You can always get through to us, mail at kvjshow.com. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.